0: Hello everyone and welcome to Bear All, the brand new dating and sex podcast by open-minded dating app Bear. I'm Sophie, the host, and each week I'll be joined by a fab guest who'll be coming on and talking about all things sex and dating related. Grab a glass of wine, sit down and enjoy the episode. Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of Bear All. May is Masturbation Month and the first week of May is also Clitoris Awareness Week. So today we'll be discussing all things masturbation and sex toys. I'm joined by the fab Ollie Lipsky, sex tech writer and sensuality coach in training. Thank you for coming on, Ollie. Hi, thank you so much. It always is a bit of a
1: mouthful saying sex tech
0: <laughs> sex tech writer yeah that was really difficult I feel like I definitely tripped up there and um, would you mind just explaining a little bit more about the kind of work you do the things you're interested in yeah totally so as you mentioned
1: um, I'm a sex tech writer uh, I write about sex I write about technology uh, that enhances sex I write for companies that create sex toys, that create apps and just everything. I'm a, bit, I'm a freelancer. I'm kind of a jack of all trades. Um, <laughs> and uh, more recently, so I've been doing that for a few years now. And um, More recently, I've been training to become a sensuality coach. I've been working with someone to just kind of develop some really cool coaching skills. And I'm also, with my best friend, about to launch uh, a podcast called Legally Blushed. And it's a sex, sexuality, gender and law podcast.
0: Ooh, that sounds so interesting. <laughs> right, so thank you for that introduction. I can't, like, I'm literally so excited for this episode. It's been one of the ones I've been most excited for. We start off every episode with a little game. Um, which is arranged for us by our wonderful social media assistant Enya and it's a sex position game so Enya has sent both of us a unusual sex position and we need to describe it to everyone listening and we need to try and guess what the name of this sex position is so if you're ready to open it up yeah so just to describe what we're seeing um, lots of flexibility going on here we have a one woman who is on the floor sort of sat with her legs out and then another it looks like another woman or I guess it could be a man depending on who wants to partake in this doing a handstand slash headstand and she looks like she's receiving oral from the woman sat down is that would you say that's a good explanation of what we can see? Yeah, I was gonna say you can't see any genitals so you have no idea who they are but
1: you can see it's almost like a 69 position but some oh. crazy gymnastics
0: yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't oh. yeah of course the the head of the upside down person is in the genitals of the <laughs> sat head. down person so it's like a upgraded 69 position heads are
1: in genitals is basically yeah on a really cool starry background. Which yeah, it
0: kind of looks like they're flying through space, which looks quite cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm impressed with the person doing the headstand because, <laughs> I mean, the head brush, maybe that adds to the experience, the head brush. Oh, yeah. I can, imagine. I, can um, imagine. I think that would probably make me feel quite queasy, <laughs> which isn't necessarily the sexiest feeling. What do you think this might be called?
1: Oh, just because it's in space, I want to call it something like the rocket or like the leg. <laughs> Laid out something helicoptery. I feel like a helicopter is a different possession, but at the same time, they look like what's the thing on top of a helicopter? The
0: oh pro- is thing. It,
1: the propellers. propeller. The propeller. <laughs> yeah, it? yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'm gonna call it some sort of helicopter sixty
0: nine. Cool. I I kind of want to call it the stargazer, but I don't know. I guess because they're sort of faces are in genitals and her legs splayed open like a star I don't know I I haven't done very well in any of the, the, this game so far in the other episodes okay so you're going with something to do with helicopter propeller 69ing and yeah. I'm going I think I'm going to go for stargazing or something like that okay ah so exciting it is oh the YMCA okay I see it I see it yeah <laughs> I think the space threw us off a bit there
1: yeah definitely but uh, the the legs are definitely in a y-ish position yeah and uh yeah what a great what a great name
0: <laughs> yeah I mean just yeah props to anyone who can pull that off I think because I mean I think if you were the person sat down that might be okay
1: yeah fine uh, to be fair I have been practicing my headstand so maybe this is something I need to try at home. yeah I
0: mean it could be quite a good like end goal like see if you practice your headstands can you then that sex position as a measure
1: yeah be a motivating uh, factor right
0: yeah I mean I still don't know if that's going to convince me to try and do headstands but (laughs) you know so yeah thank you Enya for giving us that one Um, so onto or into the actual episode we're going to start with quite a fun question and I'm really curious to know what you're going to say to this as a bit of a sex toy and sex tech uh, expert if you could only have one sex toy for the rest of your life, what would it be and why?
1: This is honestly the hardest question I've ever been asked.
0: Really? Oh sorry.
1: I've got so many toys that I absolutely love and I obviously like to mix it up, but it was it was narrowed down to two. One is a suction toy and the other is a wand. And Ooh. I really, I really can't decide. If I had to, if I had to choose. Cause they're both multi-purpose they're both both multi-functioning you know you can use them on all parts of your body oh i think i'd have to go with the suction yeah suction which,
0: toys. which suction is it which company
1: oh there's a load that have them um the you one have like I, a
0: favorite company that makes them
1: the one that i've got um that i've had to review is the laura DiCarlo carlo baci, b-a-c-i um it's super cute you can just hold it in your hand pink just a great color and mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of thrums so you can either have it on your clit or your nipples or even on your neck like it just kind of mm. um makes a nice like tickling kind of it kind of replicates uh, oral sex a little bit so. yes yeah,
0: i i was really intrigued by the sort of sucking technology air pulse technology i think is that the because te- the, it's sort of like it, it was quite hard for me to get my head around and I just heard everyone raving about it and as like an early birthday treat I ordered one I got the um Satisfyer Pro 2 I think it's called sort of the classic I don't know if it's one of the original ones it's sort of slightly was kind of in my budget as well because obviously you can really splurge on them yeah it's it's great I yeah I couldn't really I would find it hard to describe what it feels like because I thought it would just feel like a normal vibrator but it doesn't but it's hard to explain how it feels different I don't know And I was trying to explain it to someone because I was like, it's only air that touches the clit. If I'm right, you'd know much better than me.
1: It's basically, to get really techie about it, it's basically a motor that kind of spins behind a bit of silicone that kind of thrums back and forth over a hole. And so when you put that on your clit or wherever on your body, it kind of blows air back and forth and kind of creates this kind of sucking motion. And I had to review some other suction toys. I think it was the Womanizer Duo.
0: oh yeah I've heard of that one
1: yeah that was like an incredible toy um but <laughs> it was meant to be silent and I remember it just making this like incredibly loud sucking noise and I was just like no my poor
0: housemates <laughs> <laughs> yeah I did I did find that that um with the one that I've got if you don't if the suction isn't quite there like if there's sort of, I guess a gap in the air getting in it was so loud and I was like what? oh no oh no and like, trying to turn it off really quickly like oh my goodness um but yeah, no, they're a, they're a great invention. So yeah, I guess your the wand would be your runner-up then.
1: Wand is a runner-up. I've literally like I I bought a relatively cheap one a few years ago, and I was like, yeah, this is pretty good. And then I decided I need to invest because I've never I've never been able to review a wand. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm gonna treat myself. I got a decent-sized, decent-priced wand, and it was honestly amazing. Um,
0: I've always been quite scared of wands because. They look really big and scary. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, just, I mean, you can just you can have whatever setting you want, and they just do the job, you know.
0: Yeah, I feel like I'm a bit of a newbie to sort of, the sex toy world. Apart from like a bullet vibrator and the um, Air Pulse one, which I've just got, I feel a bit of a newbie. But I'm so interested to learn more. And obviously, you after are the
1: after this, yeah. After this chat, you'll be yeah. Like, I'm gonna yeah.
0: I mean, my poor bank account if I do a massive order on Love Honey or something, um, <laughs> but. Anyway, so um, next question I wanted to ask is, I've I've been part of discussions around this and sort of seen them online about the debate between, is it better or whether you choose to masturbate with your hands or with toys? And I did see this meme which said that having a wank with your hands is the acoustic version of masturbating and I can't get that out of my head, I love that. So I know there might be some, there's some myths around that if you use vibrators too much, sort of quote-unquote that, um, that you know, it could numb your clitoris or make it really hard to uh, climax during um, partner sex. I wanted to know your opinions on this. Are they just myths? You know, Is there a right way to, to masturbate?
1: Mm, yeah, for sure. And I, I also love that um, quote that's going around, <laughs> the acoustic of masturbation. Yeah. Um, it just, it paints it so beautifully. And I think that's exactly what I feel. Neither is better nor worse. Like in my opinion, it's yeah, like playing an electric guitar, playing an acoustic guitar. Uh, They both sound beautiful, but they're both very different, you know, and um, I guess, yeah, using your hands, you have just a different experience. Um, This is, yeah, this has been a really interesting topic of conversation in the years that I've been writing about sex tech. And from the studies that I've looked at, from the research that I've done, there is no scientific evidence that supports that, um, that vibrators will cause long term numbness. So they've done studies and everything that's been found is that you won't lose your sensitivity, at least in the long term. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think what is recommended is that if you are going to be using vibrators and and you do want to orgasm without them, then just mix it up. Like yeah. I, I know for myself, I, I pending on my mood, whatever, like I'll use one or the other. Um, and yeah. Um, a lot of the time when we feel like we can't orgasm without a vibrator after using it for so long, um, a lot of that time, it, it's, a lot of that is actually psychological dependency. Yeah. So it's training your brain and you almost have to retrain your brain to be able to orgasm without it. Um, yeah. so a lot of people don't know that and a lot of people think that they're, they're broken or, or whatever that that's not the case at all but there is no harm in being like I just prefer vibrators and that's great and if you want to use that with a partner that's also great yeah. um so yeah I, I don't think either is better or
0: worse but um
1: personal personal preference mix it up just yeah. have fun have fun all around you know
0: yeah no I love that I think that's great advice and I think for lots of women in particular or people with um vulvas and clitorises if that is that's the plural of clitoris clitorises you don't really say it as a plural do you (laughs) clitori i don't know i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um that when there's obviously there's so much shame and stigma around um masturbating for women especially like growing up and i know for me like it was a lot less scary to sort of buy a vibrator and sort of just put it on me rather than explore with my hands like for some reason that one was less scary than the other so I think they are such a good way for women in particular to explore their sexuality so let's back to sex toys of 101 if you want to buy a sex toy where do you go what's the best place to get them from where's your favorite place to get them from
1: cool yeah I love this question because I think it's so important um I mean, you know, when I was a bit younger, I just go to like the kind of mainstream online retailers and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, going to like Love Honey, Bondara, like they're great. They've got such a wide selection. Um, what I would recommend now is to, yeah, go, I guess, yeah, go to online approved online retailers, um, but maybe looking for more independent brands. I know the Shop Spectrum Boutique based in America, um they have some a really incredible selection there's so many online I'm trying to trying to remember I know uh, sextech.co.uk they have a really great selection of sex technology I'd yeah I'd find some on Instagram and make sure you're supporting supporting kind of yeah independent brands I guess um and especially supporting like queer and black owned businesses yeah it's incredibly important my favorite place to buy toys from Uh, when I do is probably um, the sex toy store in London called Shush. I had my my last ever in real life event was at Shush and I just absolutely adore everyone who works there. I adore the shop and it's just amazing. Like For anyone who doesn't know, it's just got an incredible selection and they're always really, really helpful when you're looking for toys um, or lube or books or outfits they've literally got everything and they're just super knowledgeable there as well um and I think they've also just launched uh, an online platform of sex education which is really great uh,
0: really cool. great too. yeah so I'm I love their social medias and yeah I've actually never actually I've been in one sex toy shop in my life but I definitely think as working for a sex positive company and someone who's really passionate about this kind of thing I definitely need to check them out um yeah, be, that sounds like such a fun day out. Just sort of. Yeah, I, I think for me, for me as a
1: curious teenager, I would always go into the kind of really seedy, seedy shops um, and just have a very interesting experience because they're they're not designed for kind of, they're not designed for women. A lot of them designed like with, you know, quite scary selections of, yeah. of objects. <laughs> um, and I feel like, yeah, it's just nice to have a place where you can go that feels Inviting and sex positive, and somewhere you can learn as well. Um, I know in Berlin, that's a really great shop called Other Nature, uh, and I always feel like I come out with handfuls of of little zines, sex positive zines, and uh, they have a whole selection of like, yeah, nipple tassels and <laughs> uh, really cool things. So Absolutely yeah, definitely, cool. definitely check out your local sex toy stores, especially post like, especially when things are opening up again. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, especially because I'm sure that whilst places like Love Honey are very accessible and um you know I'm sure they've done really well during the pandemic, but sort of the in-person shops probably need some support um now that things can open up again. So on a sort of similar note to that, what price range should sort of we be looking at if you wanted to get a sex toy? Like, because obviously they range, you can get some for like seen bullet vibrators for like five six pounds but you could also spend hundreds and hundreds of pounds on vibrators and dildos and things like that how much should should we be spending um and is there do you think there's a correlation between quality and price and longevity and things like that
1: yeah um for sure i'm I'm pretty sure poundland had a a bullet at one point
0: oh really yeah
1: so (laughs) you can get a bullet vibe for a single pound wow um yeah, obviously it depends on your budget, you know? Like I, I'd never recommend someone spending, you know, 300 pounds on, you know, it's a w- wildly excessive amount of money for a sex toy. Though I, I, you know, I have reviewed toys in that price range and they have been amazing. Um, so if you've got the money, spend it, you know, it's a long-term investment. Um, what I would recommend is avoiding toys below the 20 pound mark. Okay. Just because I feel like the quality is not going to be great, the, the materials, the kind of, you know, it's not going to last very long. I guess, yeah, you want to be spending between 70 and 140 pounds, and it might sound like a lot, but if you're, if you're thinking about it as a long-term investment, you know, if you want your toy to last at least a few years, I mean, I've had toys that lasted a couple months because they've been so cheap, and, you know, you try and replace the batteries and this you know the the vibration isn't as strong as it used to be you want you really want kind of yeah rechargeable toys that are between that mark okay um but yeah obviously just like be be kind with your budget and like um be kind to your body as well um you know buying toys that that really your body will appreciate and (laughs) have good orgasms with you know
0: yeah, I think the, the battery versus rechargeable is really interesting. Um I mean obviously the rechargeable ones are better for the environment, but the battery ones there's nothing more because I the my bullet vibrator has um got batteries and they take really specific tiny batteries and also there's nothing worse than it like running out at the wrong moment and you just feel like yeah, it's the worst feeling. Um so
1: yes. The most yes. frustrating feeling. Yeah, 100 um, percent So always charge your toys uh before you use them
0: yeah <laughs> and you mentioned a little bit about you know stuff that your body is going to like and respond to so that's feeds into my next question about the kind of materials we should be looking for and what if are there any materials you should avoid or you know what what's the sort of ideal for a sex toy especially if it's a sex toy that you could be inserting I guess that would be a, I guess a bigger concern than if it's just staying on the outside
1: Mm, yeah, of course. So your body, you know, you're, you are putting it inside your body. And I know in the US that I think sex toys are just aren't on the FDA. So they mm. aren't approved. Um, like you, they don't have to be approved, even though you're inserting them inside your body, right? So the the quality can be really, really bad. And that's why, first and foremost, I'd say always read a review before buying a toy. If you're looking at a toy, someone will have written a review about it. There are so many incredible sex toy reviews out there. Um, Just, you know, do your research, basically. I would definitely say, yeah, body safe. Just like that, you know, the key words you want to be looking for when you're looking for a toy is body safe. If you're looking for a silicone toy, it's got to be medical grade. Um, You know, making sure that 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 material isn't going to, you know, uh, deteriorate um it's it's got to be non-porous right so anything that's porous any material i think this includes um rubber uh certain types of plastic um just to name a few if you're putting those in your body and you're not cleaning them properly um they can harbor bacteria um and you can give yourself really bad bacterial infections um so it's quite dangerous actually other things in terms of material I mean you mentioned sustainability which is just so important especially yeah looking at the climate crisis and everything <laughs> just like come on let's try it. let's try and make sure that we're investing our money in stuff that's going to be uh yeah, good for our bodies and good for the environment as much as we can um unfortunately most toys can't be recycled um so that's again why you should be investing in long-term uh, long-term products long-term devices I do you know that Love Honey had a whole campaign, and I think you can actually send your old vibrators to Love Honey, um, and they will recycle them properly for you. Send yeah. them to the proper place uh, to make sure to make sure that they're actually you know looked after uh, and not just ending up in the tip. Waterproof materials, so you can enjoy if you're a squirter. They're really good for for people who squirt, um, and if you want to enjoy taking a toy into the bath or shower um highly recommend and yeah I guess finally I really wanted to talk about glass and porcelain Mm. just because they are such underrated materials for sex toys I know that uh Prudence by Fine Bone is uh my favorite toy that is just made out of porcelain and uh I also invested in a glass dildo that's also amazing just the hardness of these toys are just like they create such a different experience so mm. I, I, yeah I'd recommend just trying out different materials and yeah maybe maybe after you've tested out the silicone uh, and you want to try something new um they can complete give you a completely different orgasmic experience
0: wow yeah because I think I've seen some sort of stunning ones on social medias and different boutiques of gorgeous glass and porcelain uh dildos that are just stunning like they look like they should just permanently be displayed um you know not sort of hidden under like your bed but sort of you know on full display but they do yeah again I think that's something as quite a sexual like newbie that that would again scare me a bit or I'd be I don't not that I have a ridiculously strong vagina but I would be so scared of like breaking in the glass out but I guess it doesn't happen because they have to be approved and they're completely body safe but again again
1: research do your research make sure you're buying from the right people and if there is a chip like if there is a chip in the glass or if there isn't that that needs to be thrown away like you should not put anything inside your body that is slightly damaged um i used to think that glass sex toys could be recycled but because they're pyrex or whatever the glass material um that's made in like kitchenware i think you have to like again recycle them in a special way,
0: okay. Um, just in case anyone was was wondering. So that um, this also really nicely leads on to an, another quick question: is how so if you're, let's say, someone like me who has like a standard bullet vibe, potentially an air pulse sort of standard, like sort of clitoris sucking toy. If they wanted to sort of explore, try something different that's not just. The same old vibrator so you've mentioned you know exploring different materials so potentially like a glass dildo what other things can you do to sort of spice up your sort of masturbation routine
1: oh I always like to use more than one toy at the same time oh wow So yeah kind of incorporating um maybe I'm just greedy I don't know um (laughs) incorporating like nipple clamps as well as using a dildo and a vibrator at the same time wow Um, there's also eggs kegel eggs so Mm. you would ideally buy them for a couple of hours maybe an hour or so do some exercises before you masturbate and your pelvic floor i mean this is you know gradual process your pelvic floor does increase in strength which does in turn make your orgasms stronger and more
0: yeah harder (laughs) harder (laughs) So what? So so over time, you would so you use the eggs or kegel balls and insert them, and then do your ex, like pelvic floor exercises. And then would you take them out and then a bit later on have a wank, and then it will be a stronger. Oh wow! Can know. you really notice the difference?
1: Uh, when I when I've been bothered to yeah, <laughs> I, I definitely have, and uh, and it also helps when you're having partnered sex as well. You can actually just you just feel more in your body and it's just yeah it's just a stronger orgasm um, wow. but you've got to keep them up they always say keep up your kegels and if you don't do them um yeah just do them i i i i, I don't ever take my own advice <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah because i i i don't have any i think i should get some kegel eggs i don't have any but you can do I and mean, where well, you can do some sort of kegel exercises without the eggs you can just sort of contract your pelvic floor and there's different things you can do but i'm so bad at remembering So, um, and the question of lube. So I'm personally very pro lube in all areas, whether it's, yeah, I think a lot of people, I have so many friends, I'm like, just use lube. And they're like, eh. and I'm like, just get it. And then they do. And they're like, oh my God, sex is so much better now. And I'm like, I know. But yeah, is it, should we be using lube with sex toys as well? or?
1: Oh yeah. Oh my God, <laughs> definitely. I think it, it just creates a different experience. You don't have to. Yeah. Um, I know that if I've not sometimes it can create like friction burn discomfort So when I do it's like, oh, this feels great. This feels so much better. Yeah, um Too much you can almost lose sensation. Um, yeah. it kind of becomes a bit desensitized But like just the right amount just creates a really nice sensation and there, there's so many types of lube um, but the the, the main the main three that you'll, you'll be looking for when you're looking for lube, the main three that you're going to be picking from is water-based lube, which kind of goes with everything, it goes with every sex toy, um, it goes in every hole. <laughs> and uh, uh, there's also silicone-based lube, which is not recommended to be used with any silicone-based sex toy. Silicone and silicone together can cause deterioration of the toy. Yeah. Right. So you just want to avoid silicone and silicone.
0: What would you use silicone lube for? Would would that be used for like um penetrative sex then? Is that what it's designed for? Or
1: silicone lube, yeah. You can use it for penetrative sex. You can use it for yeah, vaginal, anal, oral, whatever. It feels amazing. Like water-based I mean... lube goes with everything. It, it does the job right silicone based Mm. lube just feels so good it feels silky it feels soft like on your nipples yeah it just feels really nice and yeah use it with any toy that isn't silicone based okay Um, yeah and then yeah the, the final one is oil based lube um which i think is mostly recommended for anal play but also silicone's used for anal as well um but it's just longer lasting. So you can kind of, because the, the anus is not um, self-lubricating, it's really good to find a lube that kind of lasts long. You don't have to keep reapplying. Um, yeah. And then I just have to, I have to mention the CBD, CBD lubes. I don't know if you- yeah. No, so
0: I've, I follow a few different companies on Instagram that are like, advertising CBD lube, but I don't know much about it. I know about like CBD being used to treat anxiety and things like that, I also know about lube, but I didn't know about them sort of coming together. So yeah, what is CBD lube? Yeah,
1: so cannabidiol, I think it's pronounced, um, is like the really nice part of marijuana and not the kind of psychoactive part. So it's just kind of being used, I think most people know now it's kind of being used in everything. You can get CBD cocktails, CBD um, supplements, um, CBD ah. bloody name anything you can get <laughs> CBD and lube is is incredible part of it. I mean, but for, for me, like I've had anxiety for most of my life, and CBD when I've taken it orally has been really useful for that. But also externally, the sensation is just it kind of heightens. It makes it more almost like it like awakens the nerve endings it's just like hey um mm-hmm. and yeah multiple orgasms from using it and just yeah great fun i know that yeah a couple brands i know in the us for you uh, and in the uk uh, i recently got uh, some howl uh, cbd lube and just it's just incredible um highly recommend yeah. Uh, trying it out it's not for everyone I've heard other people who've used it and they have just like eh, doesn't do it for me um
0: but I, I really enjoyed it yeah I'd, I'm really curious to try that now yeah I, I wasn't sure what the what the impacts would be or how it would work but if it's sort if of, that sounds really interesting if, if you find it sort of awakens the nerves um that's really interesting have you ever used or well a ever used a sex doll or know much about the sort of sex doll industry because the sex doll interest industry fascinates me because I think there's so much stigma around it but then someone said to me once that like essentially a dildo is almost like well I mean it's like the penis of a sex doll essentially but I think a lot of people are quite judgy around sort of an actual sort of full body and especially if you know a lot of the times that are modeled on women will have you know massive boobs tiny waist and sort of perform you know I don't know there's lots of debates around them so I just want to know a if you've ever used one if you don't mind sharing that or b what's your opinion of them yeah
1: yeah I've never used one but it's funny you ask because my entire degree dissertation was all about sex robots I was the person at the party asking that question basically saying would you ever use one yeah Uh, just so fascinated with people's responses it was usually a real visceral reaction like either oh, no, or like, ooh, only if they look like Brad Pitt or something, you know, know, it would be a real interesting uh, split. You know, I I spent my degree researching them, I was fascinated with them for for a long time. I actually had the wonderful opportunity of meeting uh, Harmony the sex robot two summers ago at the Berlin Sex Tech Conference and interviewing her. Oh my um, goodness. and uh she's actually yeah probably one of the most famous sex sex robots and yeah it was interesting it was it was basically just a head with some tits and asking questions and a guy kind of pressing buttons so she would answer our questions and I I was I was a little bit disappointed to be honest I'll be perfectly honest with you um but I yeah I totally see the fascination with them I would probably try one for novelty purposes, mm-hmm. experience it and see what the hell it's like. like but I think, like I concluded with my, with my thesis, I was just like, what else? Surely there's something better than this. Like, I think I was a bit frustrated with the fact that if we're gonna create all of this incredible sex technology, why are we replicating, basically why are we re- replicating mainstream porn almost because it's just like the 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 ideal figure like you described is kind of huge tits tiny waist uh and you can kind of detail pick your the nipple size and you know it's very it's kind of almost in my opinion it's perpetuating this kind of like um cis heteronormative kind of ideal of what sex should be And I just thought sex tech could be so much more creative. Like, why don't we have, I know there's products out there that you can, like, sensually stimulate different parts of your body and they look really strange, but they feel amazing or smell amazing. And, like, I just think the future of sex tech is so much more than sex robots. And I I think there is a need for them. I think people really love, like, there's a group of people in the world who really love sex robots and... I think, yeah, it's a need, there's a niche, and there's all this stuff that's saying we're gonna be marrying them in 2050. And maybe that's true. I mean, someone's already married their artificial intelligence girlfriend um, hologram. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, it's not not that crazy that people are gonna be marrying the sex robots, especially if the AI is gonna be getting better and better. You know, at the moment it feels very much like Siri in a doll
0: yeah i think that's really interesting what you've said that because i think a lot of people who don't know much about sex tech would think okay like a sex robot that's like the pinnacle of sex tech that's what everything is working towards that and it's really interesting that you're saying like and i can see i agree with you that that's not it and there's so much almost cooler stuff that that can be done with sex tech that isn't this sort of you know a doll that performs to this cis heteronormative idea of sex and beauty so I think that's really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Created for the for the male gaze is. Yeah. I think yeah. that was my conclusion. Just like, bam, done.
0: <laughs> sounds so fascinating. I'd love to read it. Like, it sounds so cool. Yeah. Um,
1: I'll, I'll try and get it published one day. <laughs>
0: yeah, that'd be so cool. So, we've got a couple questions left. Um, do you think that you're more likely to potentially explore fetishes and? kinks or you know different parts of sex on your own or with a partner because I think a lot of people think that that exploration side of things has to be with a partner and less so by yourself Um, but I don't know if I necessarily agree with that and I wanted to get your opinion too yeah totally I
1: think it's so important that we do explore our fetishes kinks fantasies during masturbation I think that's just such an incredible realm to explore things why not use your imagination and see how far you can take it? Like, where's, where's that gonna go? Um, and just not feel shame around it, right? I think that's such a, a huge part of society is that sex, sex in general is still deemed taboo. It's still stigmatized, like just the conversation around sex and let alone fetishes, like they are deemed so immoral by so much of society. I just wanted to yeah I just wanted to bring up a a study that was done um, by Justin LaMilla in 2018 and they said that they did a study and they found that 79% of people said that they wanted to act out their favorite fantasy but only 23.4% of people have reported acting on their favorite fantasy
0: oh wow that's a big big disparity
1: so so you can see that there's a yeah there's a big difference there there. and and I think what they've discovered is why people don't want to act on their fantasies is because one it's physically impossible it could be illegal it could be inconsistent with their own personal moral values or it could be unsafe or risky and there's just so much beauty in in masturbation and like this this freedom of imagination and I think yeah that's kind of undervalued a lot and if you did want to express it with someone, with a partner that you trust, um, and sometimes even just talking about your fantasies, right, is is enough to is enough to kind of get you going. Like you can just literally say, like, I have this fantasy, and then bam, you're you're just in in a nice sexual mood. But <laughs> once you've kind of had a conversation, as long as both pe- people are consenting, um, you could end up acting out your your fantasies uh with someone but I think it's so important to explore these fantasies and fetishes and kinks in the safety of your own yeah masturbation private space mm-hmm. um, and if you want to take it to another level then you shouldn't feel shamed for it but obviously there are, there are certain limitations Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just to finish off, we'll do a true-false game about masturbation and sex toys. So we've got three true or false questions for you. So yeah, just, I mean, it's 50-50, so there's quite good odds. Has COVID-19 fueled an increase in the amount people masturbate?
1: I'm going to say yes, because we're all stuck at home. What else is everyone doing?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. True.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm glad I got that one right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And although, uh, interestingly, um, the amount, I believe, that people were having sex, even if they were living with a partner, did decrease during the pandemic, which is quite interesting. Secondly, is it true that Americans are bigger buyers of sex toys than Europeans?
1: I'm going to say no. You're right. Europeans are hornier. No, not hornier, but there's. I think there's less of a shame around buying sex toys.
0: Yeah, you're 100% right. It is. Uh, Europeans are bigger contributors to the sort of sex toy market than Americans. And finally, only 31% of people say they enjoy masturbation as much as sex. True. It's actually 41% of people um, enjoy masturbation as much as sex, which is quite interesting because in my head they're like connected but they're also two quite different things at the same time Mm. and I just don't really want to have to choose one of the over the other um (laughs) yeah
1: they're both different and like I think masturbation is so important even if you're in a relationship it's it's one of the most important things to yeah self-pleasure self-intimacy is is really important
0: yeah I think a major red flag in my opinion is um particularly a a man who would be intimidated by their partner using sex toys and stuff like that and you do hear about that Mm -hmm. Um, I remember watching a YouTube video once and this one was like oh yeah my boyfriend uh, made me throw away all my vibrators and I was like why didn't you just dump him like
1: wow (laughs) so I think around that though there is it's like feeling feeling um like you're going to be replaced when Mm -hmm. in actual fact they're just here to like support you and support. yeah
0: use them bring them into the relationship exactly exactly <laughs> and I think yeah it's it's a completely different you know even if you're using like lifelike life like dildos and things like that it's not going to be same. it's not good it's not going to be exactly the same feeling or you know you're not going to have all the other stuff that's going on when you're having partnered sex if that person has a penis so I think yeah um but yeah I I think you know sex toys should be taught about in of sex education as well so people understand what they are rather than this sort of thing that you sort of appear sort of in the windows at Ann Summers when you're sort of 15 or being slightly terrified but um yeah but thank you so much for coming on and also you got three out of three there you smashed that
1: I did I did I did I get the last one
0: oh no sorry you got two out of three <laughs> sorry
1: thank you anyway um no it's been really great chatting with you
0: it's been lots of fun and would you just like to share your socials um, if anyone would like to check out your work totally
1: uh, so on instagram i'm olive lips o-l-i-v-l-i-p-s um, on twitter i'm Lipsky ollie uh, and if you want to follow my podcast which will be launching this summer it's legally
0: blushed on twitter amazing well thank you so much for coming on and sharing all your sex toy wisdom i've learned a lot and i'm sure lots of you people listening have as well so thank you Thank you.